My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You know, the coronavirus is like a really big thing right now, and I'm not, I don't know, I'm not really too called to record an entire episode on it, but I just think that in any given moment, while we think, you know, the coronavirus is highly contagious, um, anger is very contagious, hate is very contagious, love is also very contagious, connection and appreciation and gratitude are also very contagious, and so we need to choose what we focus on. Welcome to the Business Babe Podcast. My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and I am a success expert, transformation strategist, business mentor, and the owner of a million-dollar online empire. I'm obsessed with helping women receive it all in life and in business. If you are a woman dedicated to growing herself, leveling up, achieving big goals, and being the best version of you, then you're in the right place. My goal in the Business Babe podcast is to show you step-by-step how to transform and create that version of you that you have always wanted to be and how to be, do, and have it all financially, physically, and internally. Think of this podcast as a one-stop shop for your daily dose of personal development, growth, next-level learning, all the things. We will cover topics like personal development, business strategy, spiritual practice to elevate, expand, and align into your next level. I'll show you step-by-step the tools, the strategies, and the teachings to create the life that you desire because success and freedom are your birthright. Thanks so much for listening. Here we go. Hello, my magical humans. How are you? Oh my gosh, I feel, I think I'm like tripping on my words because I feel like it's been a really long time since I've recorded something for you and so much has happened in my life since I've recorded something for you that I'm kind of like, oh my God, I don't know how to show up here. I don't know what to say. I don't know if this is going to make any sense. Um, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, from Malibu and it was wild. It was wild. If you don't know this little fact about me, I manifested Soulmate Sisters about two years ago. In December, it was two years because we were all together and we were like, wow, it's the two-year anniversary of us coming together. 
but anyway, these these friends and I, my my dearest, I mean, this is like my pack, right? Uh, we get together every year, probably three to four times a year, and we do our own little spiritual mastermind, and we experiment with new healing modalities, and we sit in ceremonies together, and we pray, and we set intentions, and we talk about our fears and our challenges, and we cry together and scream together too in my case, but more about that later. I'm not going to go into all of the details of that in this episode. I just want to say I am back. I am changed. I am shifted so much has transformed for me. And I'm still processing what I have learned um, in these healing experiences that I have had. I feel like every time I get together with these girls, we just have these breakthroughs in conversation. And I think it's so important because Oftentimes, we're like really afraid of sisterhood because we've been through things in our life where we've been hurt by other women or we've been, you know, that kid bullied in school, feeling like we're not enough. And, um, you know, as we become adults, we feel, I think many of us feel this craving to rewrite that where we want to be with sisters and we want to connect with women and we feel like this is something we desire, but it also feels incredibly scary And I am going to hold space to talk more about that on the podcast. I will say too, if you go back a bunch of episodes, um, I believe this was way back when in June or July, I actually recorded a podcast episode about this relationship I have with these women and how we found each other and the work we do together. So you can go way back into the archives, like even before, I would say it's like the in between episode 100 and 150, somewhere in there, you will find the episode on Austin. You can just look for the word Austin. It'll be there. And it's my experience with these women when we first came together uh, as a total group. And ever since then, it's just been wild to watch us unfold. And I like yawn out that energy. I'm still, like I said, I'm still moving through all of the things I've learned. It's been a really busy quarter, you guys. Like I'm, I'm sitting in awe of the fact that it's March 15th. We're, we're not nearly done with quarter one. Uh, and so much has happened. I did my, uh, I had a launch of a new program at the start of the year called Transform Success. And then I let go of certain partnerships in the business at the end of 2019, which made 2020 like a really beautiful and busy transition with that just alone. Um, But I launched this new program in January. And then in uh, around February, end of January, we had our, um, actually it was end of February, we had our Rising Sisterhood Mastermind Meetup. And I opened cart for another round of Rising Sisterhood. So I have my new students coming through this week. And uh, really excited about that container. And then after Rising Sisterhood, I came home, went back to Los Angeles with my husband for a little vacation, came back home, dealing with health issues, talked to you all about that as well on the podcast. And then what else did I do? Oh, I had our trans, oh my God, transformation weekend. How am I not even talking about this? So transformation weekend was a a live event I ran um, literally like a couple of weeks ago in Connecticut. I'm running a second one, another round in June. And the whole intention and focus is for women who really want to come together 
transform over a weekend, do the deeper inner work, have the breakthroughs around their business and their life, and then go back home and start things in a new vibration, in a new dynamic. And that was that was really incredible. We had 10 women in that experience and everybody left just totally different than they walked into that room. And it was so incredible. It was so beautiful. Um, I'm really grateful for that. And I think I'm going to take some time to really record an episode on that soon. As you can tell, because I'm yawning, I am tired. So literally on the last day of Transformation Weekend, I brought a suitcase to the event and then jumped right to the airport, got on a plane to LAX, like Miley Cyrus says, and I went to Malibu with my with my soul sisters. And it was just really incredible because I think all of this live event work is really teaching me how important it is to get women together. And I'm feeling... I'm really feeling that, that that awareness of like, look, I really want to get more women together. I really want to hold space for sisters to come together and, and do this inner work. And I felt so much resistance to being surrounded by other women. I remember the thought of trips like this made me feel so uncomfortable and scared and nervous. And it's just been really beautiful to recognize that anything that scares me or feels uncomfortable is often the thing I really, really have to do. And I've been trusting that intuition and and gut-sourced intuitive guidance. And so that's, that's where I am. And uh, in the process, my spiritual awakening is just deepening like wild. Like I... Another podcast episode I have to record for you guys. There's so, so much that I really want to talk about here in terms of spirituality and what's been opening up for me. Um, and I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for the universe that's been guiding me. I'm grateful for source energy that's been more clear and more connected for me as I've gone on this on this journey and maybe this wasn't the right time to record an intro but you know what I felt so called to connect to you um you know we're all growing and we're all changing and sometimes that change feels really really hard and sometimes it feels like a part of you is dying when you're fighting for this new version of you to emerge and I often feel like at every level when I'm ascending there's something I'm letting go of that feels really hard to let go of because I have attachment to it. I'm afraid of losing it. I'm afraid of what other people will think. I'm afraid that I'll make a mistake or that it's the wrong decision. But, you know, shedding these old parts of you, it can be old relationships. It can be old living situations. It can be old stories. It could be old patterns with your family, old habits, old ways of living. You know, all of this we need to let go of so that we can ascend into this place that we're truly, truly meant to be. And, yeah, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited. You know, the coronavirus is like a really big thing right now. And I'm not, I don't know, I'm not really too called to record an entire episode on it. But I just think that in any given moment, while we think, you know, the coronavirus is highly contagious, um, anger is very contagious. Hate is very contagious. Love is also very contagious connection and appreciation and gratitude are also very contagious. And so we need to choose what we focus on. And I think, you know, really giving all of these fear-based entities that exist in the world, whether it's the coronavirus or politics or the economy crashing, like 
are you going to intentionally choose to fuel that? Or are you going to say, you know what, like I'm going to focus on the good. I'm going to focus on raising my vibration. And, you know, I'm reading this book right now about the fifth dimension and it talks about ascension and how we can look at all of the hard problematic things within us and focus on releasing those things or we can choose on amplifying the good that already exists. And so I challenge you in this season of life where things can feel really scary and uncomfortable to focus on the good, to bring your energy back into this place of love and appreciation and happiness and joy and gratitude and prosperity. And that's a choice. That is a choice with intention. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys today because I feel like everybody's talking about it and I really haven't. And yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm not subscribing to the fear. I went on an airplane and the woman next to me on the way home from, from Malibu, she has this face mask on and this big scarf and hat and a big jacket and rubber gloves and she has wipes in her hands and she's sanitizing the whole entire seat. And I'm like, good for you, girl. Like, taking massive action. Maybe I'll get the virus because of this, but I'm not manifesting that. I am clean. I am healthy. I am wise. I am aligned in a high vibration. Um, but this woman, it was just so funny to me. I'm like, yep, this is fear. This is, this is what fear looks like. Um, and I think it's really important to take precaution and be smart and do the right things and wash your hands all the time. But I also think that if we're choosing to live in fear, we will manifest things that are fearful because that's what we're focused on. And what you're focused on is what you tend to attract. So, uh, you know, please keep that in mind as we go on your journey of development and life and transformation. And so, yeah, things are really great for me right now. Like I know this virus is a really big deal, but I'm super, super happy. I am so excited. We have this whole rebrand coming at you guys. You know that our business name up until now has always been Badass Business Babe. And I've been really holding space to shift into that new level of the work that I do. And the word badass just isn't feeling well anymore. It feels like it's rough, forced, edgy. And I really want to step into embodying the flow more. And so we are consciously at our in our brand, we are choosing to remove the word badass. And we are launching slowly the transition. So you guys might have seen that. Um, the Business Babe podcast, hello, hi. Um, you know, we have the Instagram that's still badass business babe, but that's my account and that might never change. And then we have our website, which we're slowly migrating over to businessbabe.com, which I'm really pumped about. And in addition to all of that magic and everything unfolding, we have the Business Babe Academy launching soon. And I'm really excited about that. The doors open on March 24th. So that's literally, oh my God, that's like literally soon, like really soon. <laughs> it's like happening now. And I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm just looking forward to, um, what this will do, you know, what this will shift and transform for women. I think I often get really excited about the offers I put on the table because I'm excited to create them. But this is actually, while I am very excited to create this, I think the excitement I have more is the implication uh, and the the way it will be applied for my students, right? Like, what does this mean for all of these women coming into this program? And the Business Babe Academy, you know, is a combination of everything that I have done with the pillars of what I believe to be the foundation of financial prosperity. It is business strategy, 
mindset work, and spiritual connection. And I have taken those three pieces, those three important elements and pillars, and have put them into one massive action program, a six-week process for any student who is a businesswoman. You don't have to be a coach. You don't have to be a light worker. You don't have to be a healer. You can be a product-based business, an MLM business, a brick-and-mortar business. So long as you believe that spirituality is a component of the Uh, ability for you to create financial freedom, this program will be for you. And so again, combination of the business strategy, the mindset and the spiritual work. So I'm sharing how to launch. I'm sharing about challenges. I'm sharing about email funnels, Instagram growth, online marketing, all of these really important strategic pieces. But then I'm also in addition to that, sharing the mindset work of becoming the six-figure earner, shifting into financial abundance, learning how to become a leader, the pillars of leadership that are so important. And then with all of that, I'm also sharing with you the spiritual methods of this work. So it's not just about building a website and creating content. It's about the spiritual ritual of channeling your creative energy. It's about the spiritual ritual of serving within each and every one of your customer relationships. It's about embodying the spiritual gifts that you have so that you can continue to thrive and grow and expand in your business, whatever your business may be. And so I'm really excited because I think this is the first time I've been in this place where I've built things in the past where it's like you have strategy or you have mindset or you have spirituality. And this is the first program I've ever created that puts all of those things into one juicy piece of content for you guys. And I feel like it's going to be so valuable and transformational for every student who comes in. So if you want to know more, you can go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash BBA, like badass business babe, but BBA. So um, that's the Business Babe Academy. Really, really excited about it. Super pumped. And, you know, I think launching is often one of the strategic things that people have the most question on. Like, how do I launch something? How do I put a product out there? How do I step out into my work and share it in a way that it actually gets sold to potential customers? And that is why in today's episode, I'm sharing a really cool conversation with you guys about launching. So speaking of launches, speaking of sisterhood, speaking of new programs, um, I sat down with my friend Ashley Gordon and later on in the conversation, our friend Jen Casey joins us as well. And we sit down and talk about our first launch of 2020 back in January, what we did, what we tried that was new, how our mindset was, what we learned in the process. This conversation was recorded a while back and I think it's really beautiful and I wanted to take a minute just to share it with you guys in this episode. So you get to hear from us about launching, how it works, what we learned in our unique processes and how we kind of show up in our journey of, of launching offers. So I'm really pumped to share this with you and I hope you have a good time. I hope you enjoy the journey of this conversation and I look forward to seeing you at the end of the episode to answer Q&A like we do every single time. Have fun, enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. I think it's the best when you can like unexpectedly get a check. So I'm, I'm over here celebrating, but, um, yeah, so I'm not washing my hair. So like, (laughs) 
what questions do you have? <laughs> so like, so you're just using water. Okay. So you can do like, I'm doing, um, I did a bentonite clay mask one week, which is like, it's, it's, I have that for your yeah. face though. Yeah. Yeah. But if you add like enough water to it, it'll, um, it'll get like almost like yogurt texture and then you just like lather it up in your hair and then you mix it with, uh, I think you put essential oils in there. So I think I put like a drop, cool. some drops of stuff. But the, you have, this is the thing with like the no poo movement, you have to like figure it out. Like, and it's a really nasty learning curve because like people see you. So I was like greased out for like a week because your Your hair does not look greasy at all. It looks very full and well, like. Thank you. Yeah. This I did Bronner's. Bronner's. Um, oh, Bronner's. I have Dr. Bronner's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is just Dr. Bordichenko. Jen pieced out. Um, yeah, Dr. Bronner's and water. And water. Okay. Your skin is glowing, girl. My skin's glowing? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. When you drink down. that much juice, <laughs> you better fucking glow. <laughs> I know. I'm a little like a carrot. So what's going on with you? You just got your eyelashes done. I just got my eyelashes done. Today was very back-to-back. It was like – it was like – yoga and I had an, a, a meeting with a bookkeeper because I'm finally getting a bookkeeper which is gonna be great oh shit that'll be awesome yeah what do you wait what do you do now for bookkeeping I have a friend who comes to my house and she kind of like helps me out a lot but she doesn't have the time to do it consistently and I really need someone to tell me like every month like this is what came in this mm-hmm. is what went out this is your expenses do this you was your cash quick flow books at all? I have QuickBooks oh yeah yeah I have quick, QuickBooks do you yeah. use QuickBooks uh, no, Matt does everything in Excel. We, I used to use QuickBooks, but I, I'm really You're so terrible. lucky you have him. He's I like know. a human calculator. He's my human calculator. He does, we do these like uh, monthly meetings where he shows me like with charts where we are and like with certain things like our savings goals and then like our, um, like our net worth and our expend our expenses and just, it's just been really helpful. So I'm very happy for you that you're getting a bookkeeper. Thank I'm you. also very happy that have met so yes i think totally. we, we all need something like that right absolutely totally yeah. that's a big so I had that meeting and then i went to and then i had a i don't know it was just very back-to-back today now here i am lashes wow. and lauren and jen maybe and maybe jen i don't know <laughs> what jen's doing um guys hi if you're listening to this we're jamming out about our launches i'm so excited yeah. We've been in that chat and we talked to each other, but like, I don't know what you did. I don't know how it went. Yeah. You had two, right? You did two yeah, launches. I had two launches at once. At, at once. once? Yeah. It was all going down at the same time. Wait, how the fuck did you do two at once? I don't understand. So I launched my mastermind and my program at the same time. So like when I was, well, when I was enrolling for the challenge for the program, that was when I was also sharing about the mastermind. So to me, it all happened at once. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like you were in launch period, but the doors weren't open for the program. For the program yet. Right. Open for, how long did you have your cart open for your mastermind? Um, it was like the, and we can get into it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, the cart's open for this amount of time. It was just like, it worked out really well because the mastermind, the the last round of it closed out in January and 
they were so hyped up and they had amazing results. So they were just sharing about it. And I was like, okay, well, we're rolling into the next one. And so that hype really just allowed it to happen. Cause like that happened with no sales page, with no emails, not one email, um, with nothing other than testimonials and me sharing about it on stories. Holy shit. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's yeah. really cool. So how many – did you set intention for, like, how many people you wanted this round? I wanted six people in the mastermind. Okay. Yeah, because it's very high level. It's high touch. And, like, you and I talked about this when we were on our trip in Austin, like, how I can start to replace my one-on-one with yeah. smaller high-level group. And that that's really what I started to do. And I just, like, I'm so glad because it, it works out so – it it's just better for my energy – to serve these women at a higher level, higher touch, but like in a group, you know? Yeah. No, I, I feel you. I think to um, like the, what you're saying about like one of them ending and then it just like rolling yes. into the next, like that often I think just sells itself, right? When you're in that energy, like Completely. for me, cause we have, so rising sisterhood is like my equivalent of the high level touch. Right. And that is, open for enrollment now, but it's ending just as we have our live event. So my thing in my head is like, okay, I hope there's hype. I hope there's excitement. I hope there's like the celebration around the live event. Cause that'll roll right into enrollment of the next round. Right. So that's awesome. Right. It's smart to button it up. Um, it really is. How's your launch? Tell me about you. Mine was good. I'm actually trying to pull up the Facebook group just to make sure this is streaming. I think I saw it streaming. Yeah, it's streaming. Hi guys. Hello. Um, cause we have some questions that we'll go to. So I guess if you're listening to this live, ask questions about launch and we can answer them for you. So oh God, we, have, we do have people like, Hey everybody. Yeah. So mine was good. So I did, I had two launches in January too. One was a membership. Um, and then the other one was transform success. So, and now I'm in rising sisterhood. I'm now I'm doing the mastermind, right? So um, the membership was epic. Like that was, we set a really big goal for 300 women to hit 300 in the membership. We hit like 310. Yes. That was really, really cool. I was really happy about that. And we did things really differently for that launch and then transform success. We had the goal for 50 and we hit 37, which is still really fucking good. And it's a That's incredible. new program, but like, Okay. So I don't know, maybe this is something you can talk about with me because I'm curious what your feeling is. But for me, when I don't hit goals, I very much know why. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. I, I didn't show up on video at all the whole week that Transform Success was filling. And I, like, I was getting in my head because it's a new program. And I was like, I think feeling that fear of like, this is something very different than I've ever done. This is something that's like more personal than I've ever done. Like, what if people don't like this? So I actually like reverted and hid mm. and like didn't show up full force in my launch and still hit 37, which was really cool. But do you feel that way? Like, so I feel I do and I don't like, well, first of all, I just want to say, I mean, I wasn't following super close, but I do follow along and I feel like you totally did show up, but <laughs> I know. showed up in the five day. Okay. Okay. But then <laughs> after that, you like dropped off. <laughs> yeah. After that, I was like, my God. <laughs> I have totally done that. Like, peace out. Um, yeah. So I feel like my thought process is like, well, what what went wrong, right? Like, why did it – why didn't – like, what did I do wrong? That's like my my initial 
thing. Did you hit your goal this round for the group program? No. You didn't? I did not. Okay. Mm-mm. Do you know what went wrong? Like when you I do out? know. I do know now. Well, so I think I know. Um, so the last round of the Receive program, it was open to everyone. It was not niched at all. It was like receive like a badass manifester. If you identify with badass manifester and you want to transform your relationship with money, this program is for you, right? Mm -hmm. And this time around, because I'm changing my business a lot and I'm moving in the direction of creating a coaching academy, I want to talk to coaches and I want to be of service to coaches. And I'm 100% sure on that. And so this time around, it was called Receive Like a Quantum Coach, and it was for coaches to transform their relationship with money, right? More niched. Way more niched. Yeah. And because in December, I launched the bundle, a bundle called Manifest Your Magic, which was so not niched at all, Mm -hmm. I have a lot of people in my audience that are just really interested in manifestation and law of attraction and all of that. So it's like, if this program was not niched, I think it would have been double the size. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because like the stories that we tell ourselves about niche, like how we have to be hey. so specific. And then like when we go broad, those are the more successful launches. It's so funny because like I do believe in niching. Like I see the magic of it. Like Paige Cole's my client. I see her. She is crushing. Oh, yeah. She's crushing it. Right? Like, I see the magic of it. I've never been super niched ever. And I I never considered myself niche, but I've always been able to help people and make money. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I see see it both ways. I really do. Do you feel that way? Yeah. And I think, too, it's about – I think it's about like when you're growing your audience where you're at, right? Like in the time it took you to get from zero to 15,000 Instagram followers, were you niched down or were you super broad? Because like that process of building that audience, that's what's I think going to dictate where that audience goes essentially. Mm -hmm. And like Faith, my one of our employees, Faith, she's like, Lauren, people will buy whatever the fuck you sell them as long as you're excited about it. And she's right. Like, I I believe that to be true. But at the same time, like, if I'm, like, if I'm broad in my audience growth and people are magnetized to that, then going specific is going to get a smaller amount of people. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of what's going to happen. Yeah. And I feel fine about it. Like I, you know what I mean? So 15 people enrolled into the program, which is amazing. That's awesome. I think the last round we had 18 or 20 people. So I was trying, I wanted to double that. Right. But I, I'm just so excited about where everything's going that I'm just like, okay, like this is, I'd rather have quality over quantity. Yeah. Well, especially because now that you're headed in this new direction, like I feel, and I correct me if you feel differently, but I feel like sometimes those intimate groups, like I have 37 women on this program now, right? If I had 67, I feel like it would have been harder for me to give them that personal touch, harder for me to like, and it's a new program, right? So it's almost like for you, it's a new program also. And the personal touch I think is more effective because it's going to help you figure out like, okay, what's next? Because you're so connected to that client you're going to know where to take her next on whatever the next offer is. You know yeah. what I mean? No, you're 100% right. And I, and I, 
I hear that from clients is like, oh, I want to have these huge launches. But like the first time, I mean, this is the second time of this program, but like but it's, it's the still, first because it's, it's still exactly you're hundred percent right. It is different. And like, I would so much rather have that connection. Like you're talking about, I would rather have it be more intimate than like huge. And like there be, you know, things that go wrong when it's so big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just cause it's the first time I think then after you can start to expand out and hit like bigger numbers, but I, yeah, I agree with you. I like those first times being small. I got, let's talk about this. I got yeah. so fucking hard on myself on day one of my launch. Like, I don't know how you, how you feel in your energy and how you hold things, but yeah. like day <laughs> one, I was on the fucking floor. I'm like, no one's going to buy this. This is just a fucking joke. Why I got need to quit this and go to get a regular job. Like I was falling. Oh I was really falling down the hole and I was able to pull myself out of it way more quickly than I think I've done before. But um, navigating that emotion, like what comes up for you when you're doing a launch? Well, I'm just curious. I'll, I'll totally answer that. I'm just curious. Yeah. Like what, what triggers that for you? Like, what is like, what were you so afraid of? Like, yeah. Yeah. So usually when I, I like this question, usually when I launch something that I've launched before, I'll open cart, I'll step away and I'll go play for the whole entire day. Right. And I won't check Kajabi and I won't talk to my team unless they need something they'll text out. But I just like open cart and go play and celebrate whatever comes through on Instagram as it comes through. And, um, this time I didn't do that because I was fearful. It was a new program. So I was like sitting at my computer all day for like the, the bulk of the, the morning. And I was pressing, re pressing refresh yeah. on Kajabi, like fucking ding, ding, ding. I'm like, you know what? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this yeah. is not like I've beaten these patterns before. So why do I continue them? I was like hard on myself. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. the, it's the exterior. Um, it's being reactive not seeing the number that I want and then reacting to that and being yeah. like, this is failing. Like it's just so silly, but that's what, that's what happens for me. I definitely can relate to that. Like, especially when I first started launching things, I did not know how to handle my emotions about it. I was just like, this is so stressful. Like it just feels so high intense. It's just so intense for me sometimes, you know, it's just like, wow, this energy is so it's powerful energy. It really is. And it's different energy it's than what different when carts open for a certain period of time. It's very different. It's so different. Do you get tired? Because Faith also too, she called me out on something, our membership launch. By the end of the week, I was like, peace out. Like I'm done by Friday. Like I'm good. Um, I, she, and she said to me, she's like, when we run transform success and we open this, like, I just want you to be aware, like your energy significantly drops by like Friday. Like you're, you seem like you're like gone and we were able to fix that this round, but do you get tired? Do you get burned oh, up? I do. I do. It's like, you know, I have more people helping me now than ever, which is like a huge relief because I used to think back, like, I can't believe I did all this myself at one point. I know. I know. It's wild. Crazy. Not that long ago. <laughs> um, so yeah, I do. I do get tired. And like, I give myself the permission to take a nap if I want or just like yeah. do whatever because 
I just have to try. You just have to trust. You have to just trust. And it's really challenging sometimes. It really, really is. I made a point this launch. And I think that's why this was the least amount of work I did for a launch ever, which was really cool. Like that was a new challenge for me. But what I did that I found really helpful was I, before we went into the week, I looked at my calendar and I scheduled one thing to do every day to get out of the house. Good. That was really, really helpful for me because I would get like, all right, what else can I do to fill this? All right, what else can I do? Right? Like that feeling of like, what else, what else? Um, Which is a great energy to have, but not all day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Contain it. This episode of the Business Babe podcast is brought to you by the Business Babe Academy. You guys know I talked about this in the intro, and I wanted to take a minute just to lightly remind you that if you're craving strategy and you recognize that mindset shifts and spiritual work are foundational for growing your business, the Business Babe Academy is for you. This is a six-week program You get access to live coaching calls every single week in addition to training modules, rituals, spiritual practices, strategy sessions, just just so juicy packed with everything that you, 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 all of you, I'm like you, 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 and you, all of you need to grow your business and transform your life. And so I'm not going to make this interruption too long just because this episode is so good and what I'll just say is if you're feeling called to make this year the year of personal growth we are already in March if you're ready to make this year the year where you make more money than you've ever imagined possible Business Babe Academy is the place to grow your business to transform yourself and to have huge shifts and breakthroughs uh, for your financial prosperity so to learn more go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash bba Be sure to check that out. There's also a link in the show notes. And I will see you at the end of the episode for our Q&A time. I love you and continue to enjoy this one, you guys. When my, so I did something different this launch where I did a three-day challenge and I did it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Wow. I loved it. I really, I still went live the other two days, but it was different. And um, I liked it because it gave people time to catch up and like do the uh-huh. homework. And I had workbooks for each day. So it was wow. like, uh, maybe it was too much information, but like, I'm thinking to myself, this is the first time I had Facebook ads for a launch ever. You did a so, lot different this launch. Yeah, I did a lot. Different. You did a lot different. <laughs> like, I know. And I re- now I have you in my head being like, don't change that much because you're not going <laughs> to know what worked and what didn't work. That's true. But, um, so yeah, I did Facebook ads for the first time for an, a program launch and did I you did you do them for the five day as well. Like, did you run ads to promote the five day sign up? Yep. What was your sign up? I'm curious when you did, you had program. 900 women. You had 900 women. Yes. Holy fuck. That is yes. amazing. I was so pumped. I was like, holy shit, this is going to be the biggest launch ever. Like I was like, I mean, my Instagram grew a lot. Like my, fa- my Facebook group grew. Wow. I mean, so many benefits to launching. Right. And so the challenge was popping. Like the first day we had, it was president's day. You, you, we all started our challenge. Yeah. It was all the same day. We were yeah. like, in our group chat, we're like, have a great challenge day. <laughs> so yeah, the first day, like 50 women were live with me, which was amazing. And 
the cart opened, not a person enrolled. Okay, wait, can we, I have a million questions for you. I'm so curious. Okay, so you promoted the five-day first straight week, right? Two weeks. Two weeks, holy shit. Okay, I do one week. Okay, I always do two weeks. You always do two weeks, okay. The, did they get emails? Like, did you have emails going out between sign up and actual start? No, I wish I did. Mm-hmm. There was one email. And then when, but when they were in the Facebook group, I was hyping it up in the group. Did you have a separate face? That was my other question. Did you have a separate Facebook group for the five day versus your regular group? No. Okay. That was a big mistake. I made this round where I did a separate Facebook group and oh yeah I so I I've gone back and forth with this approach like sometimes I'll do it in the group that I have sometimes I'll do it outside of the group and what I found this round was that I was disconnected from figuring out how to navigate both groups because I wanted to show up in the regular group but I was showing up in the transform success so transformation boot camp 5 day thing and then when cart opened I was like ah, ah where do I show up? Like I almost, do you know what I'm saying? Like that feeling of like, I could promote here for 500, 600 people. I could promote here for 20,000. And that was where I got like a little lost. Yes. And I think that's a great point to make because I've gone back and forth with that too. And I think if your ideal audience is in your bigger Facebook group, there's no reason not to do it there. Mm -hmm. But like for me, for, you know, quantum coaching academy i'll probably do a separate group because it's a different person yeah so the um there's something else i wanted to say about this which was interesting oh the hype inside of the group like how was your engagement in the group did you find it to be really strong and powerful so strong yeah Yeah. well during the challenge it was Yeah. yeah during the challenge i mean i gave homework so people were posting and posting and it was amazing i do um so we do two things in welcome email. We always do like a shareable icon, which is like yep. we did that. share that you participated, tag, you know, all that. And then we do um, uh, come in the come in the group and your first assignment is to introduce yourself. So it's, yeah, it gives them like something to show up to create in the group. But it's also, I think sometimes hard for women to like want to be visible in like a new community. So yeah, like a little bit of that fear. I think that's a good assignment for people though. Yeah. Just like show up, introduce and say why you're here. Okay. So you did two weeks of promo Mm -hmm. and then when it ran, you did Monday, Wednesday, Friday was actual. Okay. Now what did you teach on through your five day? Like how did you know? And what did you call it? Like what was your three, three day? So it was attract abundance, like a quantum coach challenge. Okay. Um, and I was teaching on what was I teaching on? So my my process is release, rewire, receive. So each day was release, rewire, receive. And it's like the problem, right? Like why you're not attracting the abundance that you want in your business is because you either have something to release, you have something to rewire. Mm-hmm. And how can we get you into the energy of receiving? What's blocking receiving? Yeah. So that's kind of what it was about. What about so you? you? You did three days where you were looking at very specific issues, right? I yeah. assume, and like going through that. Mm-hmm. So we did, uh, we did transformation boot camp, which was five days, and I did each day. I spoke to 
the block of why someone wouldn't transform. So like, what are the reasons why you don't transform, right? Like you don't have the time. You feel like you're not like putting yourself first or you feel like, um, if I change, I don't know what life will look like. And that feels scary. So that feeling of giving up control, but I just spoke to the objectives, the, the resistance of why somebody wouldn't get the result that they want in their life. And that, that was really good. I, I found that to be very, fun for me. I enjoyed that process. Yeah. Um, awesome. You opened, when did you open cart during your five day or after no, Friday? So it was like on the last day. Yeah. So the last day it was kind of like a webinar in a way where it was not a webinar, but like I w- I gave the content and then I went into selling the program. Yeah. Yeah. And we did. So we did Monday, we opened cart. Um, we did the five day. Okay. I'm curious about that. Yeah. Lots to learn here. I think this is really like so good. Just first and foremost, like I'm loving this conversation. I used to do open cart in the middle of the the challenge. I've always done that. Yeah. And then, um, then I talked, I think it was Catherine and I were sitting down, we're having conversation and she started to do it after because it was like create hype, send to the wait list, create hype, send to the wait list. I think for me, like I think I'm going to, going forward, I'm going to open it during the five-day because that's when I think the engagement is the strongest. That's when hype is really up. That's when people are participating. And the if you look at the open rate of emails, it drops over five nice. days. So why not hit them with that opportunity to transform like right out of the gate? I don't know. It's- I completely agree. I don't think that – I feel like – so Friday, if the challenge ended and I did not open the cart and I wasn't like, the cart is open, right, I would feel – I would probably have like lost it over the weekend. I, I would have been like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Like, I don't think <laughs> I can wait. Yeah, yeah. The suspense. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that way? Or mm-hmm. you just, like- yeah. I, I needed a rest. I definitely needed a rest. Cause my, the five day I, I delivered as much as I, I left it all on the table, right? Like yeah. I gave as much as I could. Oh, oh. Um, we all do. So yeah. the weekend was really good to rest, but it was also this feeling of like, Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Can we do it now? Can we do it now? Let's go. Like that is a Christmas time sort of yeah. feeling. And I, I think honestly, like, I think the five five day challenge launched. Like, I love it, but I also am starting to feel like I want to move into a webinar attempt. And here's here's the reason why we did uh, we did something interesting. The five day girls got a bonus call. They got an opportunity. Oh, oh Jen's here. Jen's, yeah. Should we invite her? <laughs> yeah. Jen, do you want to sit with us? Jen, <laughs> in the comments, just tell us if you want us to bring you on. Um, we did oh, – what was I saying? Okay, so we did <laughs> – Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From both the panelists. Hi, Jen Casey. Welcome back. She did her hair and makeup. I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you here? Is you here? Hi! You better believe I did my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just, um, we're in the conversation now. I was talking about um, when we opened the cart. Oh, okay. Opening the cart after the five day versus like in the middle of the five day, right? And like, I think moving forward, I'm going to open cart in the five day because it's like when the hype is up, when the engagement's up. Uh, but we did something, this was different. We did this round. We gave all the girls in the five-day um, boot camp a free coaching call with me. Wow. 
and not individually. Oh, I was going to say. I was going to say. Are you crazy? We did a group one, but it was in Zoom and it was like, I got to work with the girls. I got to do interventions. And I, on that call, I gave them a time sensitive offer. And I said, anybody who enrolls in this program before midnight tonight gets the power bundle in addition to everything that's included in the program. And I had like 10 people sign up that night. Wow. Which was huge because we ended up closing at 37, right? So that's a huge percentage of our enrollment. Enrollment. That is amazing. From that one call. So I think I'm going to do that again, where it's like, give them a taste of what they're going to get in working with me, right? Like watch me coach live, watch me see that. Um, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do next round too. I think that that's an awesome, um, just like point to make in general of like, there's no one way to launch and that like you have to follow your intuition. And I mean, did someone tell you to do that or did you just think of that? No, we just, I just thought of it. I was like, let's just do this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that so much. Like that reminds me of when I would launch, which I'm not going to do in the, again, but when I would launch and I would do free trainings for network marketing groups and I would give them that offer of like, this is what it's like. And if you want to join in, like this is the special price for tonight. And you did that too, huh? Like you, Jen, you did that also where you would go teach on network marketing calls. Cause I did the same thing not for a long time, but back in the day. Yeah. Back in this, what I mean, like in the early days, yeah. I used to do that too. Monate girls, oh my god, like two hundred people would be on this call. Stop, really? And it was great because they already listened to the podcast, so like they already knew who I was, and they they were like my biggest fans. I mean, it was <gasps> awesome. That's so good. And you then your was, whole crew. And I was like, this is not my ideal client, client yeah. at all. You know, but yeah. Lauren, that's an awesome idea. Love it. Did you do anything differently this round that you? Like, we're just like, I'm just going to do this. Like, let me just try this and see if it works. Well, besides like switching up the challenge to three days and doing it every other day, um, nothing, nothing too, too different. No. No. Mm-mm. What about, um, Jen, you do webinar style, right? Like you're doing. Yeah. I, I prefer like just in general, like evergreen webinars as opposed to, well, not as opposed to live launching, but I just see so many people on the launch roller coaster in that feast or famine place in their businesses where they have all this pressure on themselves that they have to make this one launch work or their whole business is going to burst into flames. Mm -hmm. And just for my personality type, like I, in really studying my own personality and my own preferences, I've really come to a place where I've acknowledged that like, I like a little bit more of a strategic uh, way to tweak things over time even with Facebook ads, being able to dial those in and test things and experiment with things over time versus take all this money and throw it at ads and you have one week and cross your fingers and hope that it converts. Like, I just don't like that. I don't get to show up in my best energy when that's um, the situation. So at the very least, I like to have a baseline revenue of evergreen stuff. And then I can do, then I have like the the revenue and the, things in place where I can, I feel like I can play a little bit more. So that's just worked really well for me. Um, but even what you were saying before about like creatively changing up your launch or testing different things, what worked really well for us. And I know for a lot of, um, other friends of mine is not opening cart on like the last day, but we're, opening, yeah. opening to a wait list. 
Can we talk about that more? Mm-hmm. But like, this is what we did, right? Like we were pro during the five day wait list, wait list, wait list. Like we were, we didn't do the wait list all week it, because it's not like for what we did. We did a three part video series. So in the past I had done five day challenges, open card on Friday. And the problem that I was seeing consistently was that people weren't finishing the challenges. They weren't getting through the content. And then all of a sudden I'm in the middle of the pitch and they're like, Oh, I'm not ready. I'm already overwhelmed because I'm doing, I'm still catching up on the challenge. I Therefore I won't buy. So that was, you know, then all of a sudden I'm already in this next phase of overcoming objections. And their biggest objection is I still have content to finish. And there's no way to fix that when you're, when you kind of created that problem for yourself. So instead we did um, over a two week period, we did three videos. So it could be seen as like a, challenge like just the format was a little bit different with the video series and then opened cart on that or sorry opened enrollment for the waitlist on that thursday they don't know what the offer really is fully yet they don't know what the price point is yet it's really just you're not buying yet you need to process some of the things you just learned this is literally just you raising your hand saying i'm interested wow so that's just like qualifying them again and then that whole weekend it was about watch the video series, watch, go back and, and watch those videos. Make sure you check them out. What'd you guys think? And then it was like all these messages and DMs. People were like, I finished it. Oh my God, this is so good. I finally made it to the second one. So we were able to like create that space for them so that they could feel successful during the launch by actually going through the content. And then when we opened cart on Monday, that was when we kind of shifted gears out of, okay, now the teaching, once the cart's open, the teaching is done. And now it's all about overcoming objections, bringing in like, client testimonials, having those conversations, bringing on my bonuses on live video, like my bonus uh, guests and, and introducing them to my audience. And that was like our, our cart close week. Wow. So hmm. just creating a clear like line in the sand with, with well, that. This is just an even deeper example of there's like fucking a million ways to skin a cat. Like I, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, and it's gonna, the thing is it's different for each person slightly depending on their avatar. I mean, I think you guys have probably noticed this too, that, you know, depending on what you teach, uh, I mean, somebody who's making seven figures in their business is probably not going to hang out for a five-day challenge. Right? No. They're just not. They're, they're like, I don't need to sit through the challenge. Give me the course. I'm going to have someone on my team go through it. <laughs> if it's a personal development thing, maybe a little different. But right. I think I'm starting to see that shift in my audience that um, – for the like higher ticket stuff, the stuff that's like a bigger investment for somebody who's six figures and up, you know, the, the way that you sell to them or onboard them is going to look a little bit different just because there's so much that's out there now. There's so much content and uh, yeah, people don't have time. Well, that's, I think, yeah, people don't have time. And I think we even like faith had even said this to me, it's harder and harder to keep your audience's attention. Mm. right it's harder to captivate people because there is so much like just when we were launching there we're in a group of how many people there's six of us and four of us were in launch mode right like you know like that's and that's just our little circle right there's so many other people who are also doing this at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know how I feel about that that concept of like it's qualify, 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 and like give them time to complete their stuff. But also too, this is what I heard, the five-day challenges or the three-day challenges, not teaching. Yes. Not teaching. Because when you're teaching in those, people are like, well, let me, let me start with this before I buy this program. Let me start with this to see if this works, and then I'll think about buying this program. So it's like 
relatability narrative and breakthrough, but not the teaching content. Does that make sense? Totally. I see. Yeah. What you mean. Like for, for my stuff, I mean, even in, in my content generally, I, especially during launch though, I tend to avoid how to content and it's really more about changing somebody's belief systems Yes. and changing the way that they are thinking about the offer that I'm putting in front of them. And to that, I would also say like, you were like, oh, it like, maybe like it is harder to launch because there's so many people launching simultaneously. It could be harder if you're doing what everybody else is doing, because then you just blend in. But it's actually a huge opportunity for all of us to become innovative and actually look at the way in which we're launching and say, well, why are we doing it this way? Why, like, who made this rule? Yeah. Is that actually the aspects of it that work? What if it's a 30-minute webinar? I don't know. Maybe that will convert better. Maybe it's, you know, a, a four-day challenge. Why does it have to be three or five days? Right. I don't know. There's, like, so many different ways that we can look at the way that things have always been done and, and, and actually just challenge and, and not accept that that's just the best way to do it. It might be, but you'll only know with your audience once you get the data. It's like, it's so true. It's so, so true. Cause like even just what happened with launching the mastermind and my program at the same time, like, like I had mentioned earlier, like the mastermind had no sales page, no email, no nothing, no challenge, no webinar, literally nothing. And it brought in over $27,000 in sales in Incredible. a week and a half. Like it was just like, boom, um, like here you go. And then the pro the program just felt bigger and there was more to it and all the things like every single aspect to it adds face um, emails posts strategy behind every graphics. graphics I mean everything you know mm -hmm. and yet it didn't even do it did half of that mm -hmm. so it's just like but it's proof also too, like things that are complicated just because it's complicated does not mean that it's gonna be better right like it's I think that there's like there's such a facade there where it's like, look how fancy this tripwire is and look at this automation and all this system that's so beautifully set up. And like, yes, it's very helpful and beneficial if it's done in an aligned way and in a way that actually serves the customer. But just because there are those trips and funnels and little features doesn't mean that it's actually more successful. So mm -hmm. true. You know? So true. Yeah. This idea of like complicated is better. And that was a big conversation that I've been having with a lot of the, the women in my community of this idea. I did a whole podcast on it today. Like, can it be easy? Mm -hmm. And they were like, I don't know. What do you mean? Like, I don't know if it can be easy. And I was like, well, what would it look like if it was easy? Because they were all, a lot of them getting in the way of like, oh, I have to, I have to have these email sequences and I have to have this and I have to do that. I'm like, yeah, but what if you didn't have to do that? What if you literally just got on a couple live videos? Shit. When I was first launching back in the day, it I, there was there was nobody teaching like a specific launch strategy so I was just copying what I did back from network marketing kind of doing some version of a five-day challenge and then really just getting on video talking about objections and selling either directly on the live video or getting people on the discovery calls and right. closing the calls yeah so I was like you guys have a small but mighty and loyal audience so instead of trying to do this whole big webinar thing behind the scenes and all the bells and whistles and investing in all these high-level programs when you don't have the traffic, like just you, show up, just show up, do the unscalable thing. It's okay to not be scalable right now. If you're doing high ticket, you don't need some fancy schmancy thing. You need to pick up the phone and talk to people. Like, yeah, I think doing the scalable thing comes when you're ready to scale. Right. Right. And some people I think are waiting and they're not putting their business into that launch 
the messy style launch because they're thinking that it has to be scalable. I've, I've done fucking a million things that aren't, I'm still doing things that aren't scalable, right? Like that's the process of growing and learning, but like. But I also think know. that helps you stand out. Mm -hmm. If you're so scaled that you're kind of like disconnected from your audience, like that's kind of, not that that's what makes you successful, not you, just like all of us, because yeah, that's, yeah. that's just another belief, right? right. But it's, it's really looking at, you know, being able to have conversations with your people and still have a pulse on what they're going through. Are you, I'm curious, because I think, Jen, you did discovery calls for your high-level mastermind. Ash, oh, yes, I did. I'm doing them too, yeah. They, those weren't really discovery calls, those were interviews. Yeah, right, I, because I, I want to make sure they're a good fit for the circle. Right. All the people who submitted for the mastermind kind of were already a yes. And it was really, and they were the ones who were qualified. It was really just about at that level being like, do I think you're a good fit for this? So it was really the, not like a discovery call. Like, let's see if we like each other. Like, yes, that was part of the energy. But honestly, it was more of, are you going to be able to add value to this community? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of fun when it switches energy like that and all of a sudden it's it's not like it just is the opposite of what it was early days of like, I hope this person signs up. Right. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. I totally so felt funny. that way this round. And it was really it was really empowering too because it's not just it's not just it's not about me. It's about also the group of like yes. how how is this energy gonna fit in with the group and add value? Like yeah. like you're just saying. So good. Yeah. So good. Go ahead. No, no, what are you gonna say? I was just gonna say, like, it's funny because you know, I went to yoga this morning and people will see me and they'll be like, like, oh, I gotta come see you. Like, I want I want coaching, you know what I mean? Like, and they'll they'll say that and it's so nice. And like back like even just two years ago, I would have been like, Yes, like book a call, like let's go. And now I'm like, eh. no. <laughs> Join my Instagram. <laughs> I know, I feel you. It's so different. Mm -hmm. So weird. It's I so had, oh my God. So this is a full circle moment. In the beginning of my coaching days, Jen, I think you know this. I was, uh, I was, wasn't really identifying as a coach. I was like, I don't want to coach. So I was doing other shit that like. A blogger. I was a blogger. And uh, <gasps> to make money, I was designing people's websites for them. And it's just the fucking worst. Like if any, anybody listening to this who designs websites, I like, I have so much appreciation for you. So much. Cause it's menial and like all these like small little things you have to do and it's not a creative project for you. So it just doesn't really feel that exciting. That was three and a half, four years ago. I got a phone call from a woman like last week who was like, <laughs> Lauren, my website is down. And like, I do, are you still doing websites? No, like, wow, I even forgot I did that. Like, that was wild. That was really cool. Like, full, and the old me, like, I would get a call like that. This is immediately what I thought of. Old me would get a call like that and be like, yeah, that's money I can make. Let me do it. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's money I can make. And now I just, it was so beautiful. I was like, yeah, that's not, not me. I can refer you to somebody else. But, and just, I think that's when you know that's freedom. I think to totally. me, when you oh, can yeah, let yeah. go of the responsibilities that don't really light you up to do the other stuff and be leaving money on the table. Mm. That's a big So one. true. That happened to me actually um, in a different way. I, so like when I was 15, my mom and my dad enrolled me into this like local modeling school where they would teach you how to walk, teach you how to do your hair, all the things. So this guy like taught me a lot and he started give getting me jobs. So I would work at like 
16 years old in the casino with like signs, what? like walking around making like $50 an hour, $35 an hour, sometimes like 100. Labor sometimes 100. It was a lot. So he always <laughs> would randomly call me over the years. I mean, it's, it's funny. So anyway, he called me like a week and a half ago and, and I didn't recognize the number else I wouldn't have answered. And he was like, it's Billy, it's Billy McCullough. Um, I have a trade show. If you would like to work like Wednesday and Thursday this week, um, it's like $25 an hour. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, bless your heart. Thank you so much. I was like, but I have my own business now. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. good. I like, just pictured you like in a bikini with like a oh, yeah. car wash sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, misaligned tropics, like you name it. I've done it. Wow. Yeah. One time I was a Swisher sweetie. Okay. What is a Swisher? I can't say that. Swisher sweets sweets is like a cigar. Like people roll blunts with them. Like (laughs) (laughs) low class cigar. Got it. Low class cigar. And I was like at a gas station once like handing them out. Right. And the, the guy that was like in charge of this like company he took the models and his team out to dinner that night. So long story short, I ended up get, getting this job. This is totally off topic. I ended up getting this job. He, um, he was single. I asked him if he uh, would be interested in meeting my aunt. So he literally came down, met my aunt. They got married. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Matchmaker at a gas station. Amazing. <laughs> I did not see that story going in that. Direction. I know. Right? I was like, this is this is about what, to be wait, stranger danger. <laughs> anyway, launching. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> hard left. <laughs> so, so, so just back on the topic. Of- <laughs> yes. No, this is an epic conversation. I'm gonna have to sign off in nine minutes because I have an interview. But, um. Did you do gra- did you prep graphics or did you grow them did you do them on the fly? Me? Yeah. Oh, we prepped them. You did them in advance. Yeah. We did too. Yeah. Some of them we didn't. Some of them I was like, "Oh, I have this idea, let me like throw this up." But Yeah, yeah most I mean, of it. Most of it was, you know, like all the story graphics that you see my beautiful friend and designer does. They're amazing. Like that I realized like that stuff stresses me out. So like mm-hmm. I, even just to, even if she um, made them and then I had to post them now, like all the story stuff is posted by someone she else. Posts them. Yeah. Stuff. Alyssa does mine too for the promo. Her name's Alyssa too. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Alyssa's a great name. I love Alyssa. She's fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> We're training her to be the integrator. She's reading the book Traction. She's doing all of our event planning. She's fucking awesome. I love her. But yeah, being able to have somebody to do the stuff that's like not lighten you up. I think that's a really important part of the launch process. You have that too, Jen, right? Like you mm-hmm. have people. We got people. Stuff off the plate. We yeah. got people. I think the next thing that I'm, I want to outsource is copywriting. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's been um, my favorite thing to not have to do. <laughs> I, I like writing my emails, though. Although but some emails I can turn off. Um, wait, we had questions. I want to go and like look at the actual – let me see if I could open this up because I want to answer as many questions. Um, 
Do you have video testimonials? I have tons written and I feel like I'm still not converting. Oh yeah, video testimonials has been huge for us. Do you do that? Yeah. Yeah, we do a challenge at the end where like it gives people incentive to record the video testimonial where we say like one lucky winner is going to win this. Oh, from your program? From the program or from the launch? Mm -hmm. From the program. Okay. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So every program. You guys that are listening, this is golden (laughs) information. (laughs) Um, What else? We had another one. Hold on. Uh, Oh, people are recommending like (laughs) groups we can go to for DIY toxic stuff. That's really funny. Non-toxic hair care. Have you tried doing longer, a longer training in the group, like a standalone masterclass hour-ish or a three to five day, instead of a three to five day challenge? Yeah, that's just webinar style. If you're obviously doing it in the webinar format. But But masterclass is different. Masterclass is teaching and I, I charge for masterclass. Do you do that? Do you guys have, do you do hour long trainings for free? I don't, I charge. I mean, my webinar, I call it a masterclass. You do. Just yeah. because, I don't know, webinar sounds very like old school to mm. me. And it really is more of a masterclass in the way that it's structured. But also it's, <clears throat> you know, bringing them towards a, an opportunity to go deeper. Mm. Yes. As so yes. you think masterclass is more like teaching as opposed to webinars more? Well, I don't I think so. Mine, I, it's the same to me. But if you have like a paid masterclass, then when I do paid masterclass, like I've done some for Lauren, done some for you, like obviously I'm not selling anything at the end of those. Right. But I mean, structurally, I might go a little bit more into how to, but ultimately the way in which I structure the actual like layers of the class are very similar but I mm. do that pretty much for my courses, my programs, like my, every, every module is laid out a certain way. Every video is laid out with specific checkpoints. So, yeah. Yeah. I think when I think of a webinar masterclass, I think of something different for me just in, in mm-hmm. our style versus like crickets to clients masterclass or sell with your story masterclass. Like those were, um, those were in-depth trainings and those were, I charged for those, but those are, I think a little bit different than, mm-hmm the masterclass webinar style, but I think I'm going to do that next round. I'm going to try a webinar. Yeah. I think it's fun. They're fun to do. Also like some, some of the ladies in my mastermind were calling it a masterclass afterwards. I was like, it's not a masterclass. (laughs) (laughs) They're very different things. It's also called manifesting max impact mastermind. It's a very long name. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Shorten your names. Shorten your names, Ash. <laughs> well, guys, this was, this was epic. I, I learned a lot. I think this was awesome. I, I hope our girls listening on the line learned a lot. Um, guys, if this spoke to you, please tag all of us and say hi. We had a good amount of visibility on this, too. I think this was cool. I'm going to put this on the podcast because this is awesome. Cool. Gold. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, bye. We love you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Cool. Simple. Done. Bam. That was Eat fun. Me. That was fun. I, I think that's really what what I feel I want. Um, I I want more people to see that the casual problem solving and the riffing. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. There needs to. I think that's like just a good transparency energy for them to be in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Totally. 
Definitely. Anyway, All right, I just have a great interview. I love you guys. I'll love see you, you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Super cool, right? I feel like uh, one, you might notice a trend here, but one type of episode that I've been sort of playing with and experimenting with is this kind of behind the scenes style conversation. So we recently, a couple of episodes back, released a conversation with Matt and I. That was episode 157, behind the scenes of, you know, a, a conversation where I was feeling like I wasn't really worthy or good enough. And that was really powerful for a lot of people. I also shared an episode after that, a bonus episode about my health and what's going on. Um, Episode 155 has a lot about my health and wellness journey as well. And episode 153, my spiritual awakening story. So I'm really experimenting with behind the scenes conversations and deeply vulnerable talk because I think it's really helpful for entrepreneurs out there when they're feeling like they're in their head, they're all alone, nobody gets what they're going through, um, and they have unique struggles. And that tends to be like feeling, it tends to create a feeling of isolation where like, They feel like nobody really gets them. And so I wanted these episodes to be really helpful for you guys to show you kind of what happens behind the scenes of things, especially with launching where we feel like we are not where we want to be or we don't have as successful of a launch as we want. You know, guys, I'm human too, right? Like we all go through these things. So I hope that helps you and I hope you can take away some really good breakthroughs um, and kind of light bulb moments from this conversation with Ashley, Jen, and I that we shared today. So thank you so much for being here. If this episode spoke to you, uh, I would love to see you share it on Instagram. Please tag us. It means the world. And as you guys know, every SIG out, which is our sign off of every episode, I answer one question from the text messaging thread. So you guys, we have a opportunity for you all to text me every single week. You can come say hi, ask me questions, uh, you know, whatever. Just tell me hello. (laughs) Send me some love. And I answer your questions every podcast episode. So I have a question here from Cheryl Lee and Cheryl Lee asks, this is her question. She said, I'm currently off from my full-time nine to five job on a burnout leave. I have been trying to build and launch my side hustle of being a self-love coach. I am exhausted anytime I try to sit down and put some energy into my side business. Any tips on what I can do to create some energy slash space while I'm trying to heal from exhaustion from my full-time work slash life? Cheryl Lee. Okay. Beautiful question. I love this. Um, I have so many feelings around this, so I just want to let you guys know also too that this may be a little bit longer of a response. It may also be short if I channel this through and it's like, nope, that's it. That's the message. Um, you know, I find exhaustion often to be a symptom of something else going on, right? Well, fatigue, burnout, overwhelm, like all of these emotions are something else moving through the body and the exhaustion that we feel, the yawn, the tiredness, just as I was yawning so much in the beginning of this episode, is often an energetic release of something that we've been holding on to. Or exhaustion could be because we're fighting something that we are resisting that we have not yet 
intentionally, consciously looked at. And so exhaustion is really our body's way of saying, slow down, look at what's going on. Why are you ignoring this? Hello, hello, hello. So in my corporate life, exhaustion came up because I was avoiding the real truth that I needed to quit my job and it wasn't serving me. And I ignored that because I was afraid, because it seemed irresponsible, because it felt like the wrong time, because I was worried I would fail if I did take that leap, curious about what other people thought of me. And all of those things were really keeping me from doing what my soul was really calling me to do, which was to quit. And so my body went through this immense amount of fatigue because my higher self was telling me to do something that I was truly and utterly resisting. Exhaustion can also be a sign of you not caring for your body the way that it truly needs to be cared for. So one thing for me, when I traveled all the time and I was like here, here and here, constant go, 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 my body was screaming at me to slow down and I was pushing and efforting because in my my story and my pattern and this deep wound within my body, I don't know how to relax. And so my body created exhaustion so that I could be in a state of relaxing because I was never relaxing. And so my body's like, hey, do this thing. This is important. So I just, I, I say all of this because for Shirley's question, I, I don't want anybody to look at exhaustion and say, how can I avoid this? Or how can I railroad through this, right? How can I push past whatever this feeling of fatigue may be? I think the deeper question that you must pay attention to is why is this fatigue coming up? What is this trying to teach me right now? And, you know, for many of us in corporate jobs that aren't serving us, that's the lesson. You need to get out. You need to get out. And so when we sit down to create our businesses and we feel like we're having a hard time and we're feeling like we're not inspired or we feel like we don't have the motivation, oftentimes we're focused on the wrong things. And so if your business, if you have the belief that in order to build a successful business, you need to work really hard and exhaust yourself and you're already exhausted, of course, when you sit down, you're going to feel immense amounts of resistance and your body's going to say, I don't want to do that today. Because what you're focused on is the belief that in order to create success, I'm going to have to work really, really hard. And this is where, you know, not to bring this up at the, yes, to bring this up, the Business Babe Academy, so focused on reconditioning these stories because, you know, if you have the belief that it's going to be really hard, guess what? You're probably not going to do it or you're not going to do it at your fullest capacity or you're going to do it and then self-sabotage and you're going to play small and you're going to wonder why you've never created the success that you desire. It's time to correct that programming. It's time to redesign the beliefs and the ideals that you have around what it means to be successful. So sometimes the exhaustion is a perspective shift. We believe that it's going to be hard. And so we resist our, you know, the things that we love to do that make us feel really inspired. I will say this, side hustle, side business, right? These things that we're trying to do um, can often feel like, we don't have a drive towards them other than getting out of pain. So I talk a lot about this in my teachings, how everything that we do is either driven to get out of pain or get into joy. And when we are in a lot of pain in our current life and we come up with this idea of like, I'm going to grow a business, we're designing that idea for ourselves because we believe that that will get us out of pain. 
But if we're already in a lot of pain, it's like really hard to find the motivation and the love and the excitement and the high vibration that we need to actually create the success in our businesses. And so it is really important that you come back to this place of joy and play. How can you change your perspective so that the stuff you're doing for your business is actually energizing you rather than removing energy from your body? What do you have to change about what you're thinking, you know, your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotional state? What has to be different for you to believe that, you know what, I am so excited about this because it's like relaxing to me. It's like going to a spa or getting my nails done or sitting down and coloring. It feels therapeutic. It feels relaxing. It recharges me and it brings me so much joy. What has to be different for you to get there? And a lot of the times, the reason things feel really shitty when we're trying to grow businesses is because we're not asking that question. And instead, we're asking the question, how am I supposed to do this? What are other people doing that I'm supposed to do? What can I copy? How is this supposed to be? These are not the right questions, sweetheart. When you ask those questions, you're building from a lack of alignment. And when you're building from a lack of alignment, not only does it not work, not only does it not generate revenue, but it burns you out and makes you feel really freaking tired. So it's time to shift that. And it's time to look inward and it's time to do things that feel really, really good to you. On my Instagram recently, on Badass Business Babe Instagram, I posted this this graphic that says influencers on the bottom and intuition on the top. And the image says, trust intuition over influencers. And this is so freaking important because I mean, so, so many of us, we're looking at what other people are doing and we say, oh, that's how it has to be. So just as an example, if you see somebody growing their business and they're going live on Facebook every single day and you have zero desire to be on video, like zero desire, you won't grow your business. And when you sit down, you're going to feel exhausted because you're in this internal struggle of I'm supposed to do this to be successful, but I don't really want to do this to be successful. And now I'm at a conflict and this feels really tiring. And now I'm just not going to do anything to grow my business because this doesn't feel right. We need to change our perspective. We need to shift into this place where things can feel really soul-centered, aligned, playful, exciting. That is so, so important. Play is so important to your business. It is so important to your personal growth. Are you fully playing in your business? Are you trusting your intuition over what you see other people doing? Are you honoring your self-care? Are you spending time doing things that you love that make you feel really good for the purposes of just rejuvenating your soul? When you do those things, you will then be the student for your teachings, Shirley. You will then be in this place where you are embodying the practices of self-love and caring for yourself. And when you do that for you, you can do it for the rest of the world. And so I hope that resonates with you guys today. I hope that speaks to you. I encourage all of you guys to come and check out the Business Babe Academy. Our doors open next week. It is going to be groundbreaking for any student who's ever worked with me or for anybody who's feeling called to work with me. This program is transformational and I'm super freaking excited about it. I can't wait to see you there. I cannot wait to welcome you into my live coaching calls. It's going to be phenomenal. And um, I just wish you, Shirley, all the best of luck so that you can find the balance in your life.
and make space for your healing. I think often we look at slowing down and resting and watching Netflix as this bad thing that we shouldn't be doing when in reality, sometimes we actually just need to do that and it feels really fucking good and that's enough, right? We can we can feel good. We can allow ourselves permission to feel good. Speaking of which, my oracle card today was play, which is really funny because I'm talking about it with all of you. And I'm going to spend the afternoon in Mother Nature's energy. I'm going to be tending to my garden, getting ready for the warmer seasons. My husband and I are going to go to Lowe's, get him a tire for his wheelbarrow. (laughs) And I'm going to get some new plants, which I love. I love my green babies. Anyway, thank you guys so much for being here today. I love you. And one final thing, well, a couple of final things. I'm going to leave you with a couple of assignments. Number one, if you want to ask me questions and be featured in the SIG out of every episode with a Q&A, you can text me. The number is in the show notes of this episode. Or if you have a pen and paper, it is 631-449-7314. That'll be a great step for anybody who wants direct question to me, has, you know, a craving to be supported. You can just text me. We answer one question at the end of every episode. Next, uh, Business Babe Academy. Please come check it out. Badassbusinessbabe.com slash BBA. One final thing, please leave us a review. It would mean so much to me. We're really holding space to grow this podcast this year and doing everything we can to get our message out to the world. And my new firm belief is that it can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. It can feel really aligned. And I encourage you all to please leave a review. Tell us what you love about the podcast. Send me some hearts and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for being here, guys.